Hi, Jenny. Hi. Welcome to the CrossFit Buff podcast. Hopefully everyone can hear us because um, we're using mic stands today after our weak former guests complained that the microphones (laughs) were a little bit too heavy. So I've, I've broken out the mic stands, but I forgot headphones, so I haven't been able to test whether or not people can actually hear us. So... Let's hope. (laughs) If not, we'll just release the video and hopefully they can lip read Mm. and that'll be fine. So Jennifer, Jenny, Swallow. Uh, I don't know if you've listened to the podcast before. You've not been bar very long. No, I haven't. I I listened to Fen's one last week. All right. Okay. That's good. Thank thank you very much. Yeah, it's really good. Here we go. Um, So, well, Fen's was a little bit different because she'd been on so many times. Mm -hmm. Because what I like to do is start with some warm up questions Mm -hmm. um, because, you know, as a, as a seasoned athlete like yourself, you know how important warming up is. <laughs> Some days. Some days, yeah, if you've got time. So my first question I ask all my guests is peanut butter, crunchy or smooth or covered in chocolate? So I think everyone in CrossFit is like the biggest peanut butter fan ever. I, but I'm not really a... Uh... say no point peanut butter. Yeah, so, but I do like peanut butter with chocolate. So Reese's Pieces, Yeah. probably the best way you can have it. Yeah, I definitely feel, I think it was Ashley that, that introduced the covered in chocolate and it, <laughs> and it basically broke the question at that point because even people are like, I don't really like peanut butter. Mm. Reese's Pieces? Yeah, of course. Mm. I mean, I'm not made of stone. <laughs> so we don't know much about you because you've not been in Buff that long. So clean or snatch? Uh, oh gosh, used to be snatch every day of the week. I love snatching. I was so much better at snatching, but I got a shoulder injury in... March the quarterfinals this year I injured my shoulder and I've not been able to snatch very well ever since so I had like a good solid four months off snatching maybe five and then um even now it's still an issue so I'm gonna have to say clean begrudgingly picking clean okay Mm. I'll make a note of that begrudgingly yeah now I know you're a huge huge bake-off fan (laughs) yeah what's your favorite cake See, I'm not actually a baker. I just love, I think it's this year. I love Bake Off. I love Jürgen. He's just amazing. So, um, I don't know. What's my favourite cake? What's the best thing you saw him make then? Uh, he was, he's really, he's known for his breads. So he was really good at breads. But cake wise, I'd probably say a Victoria sandwich because that's probably. Classic. Yeah. That's a good solid cake. Yeah. Yeah. Be happy with that cake. That's, yeah. that's a, a cake you can take home to your parents. That's mm-hmm. great. Would you prefer a short, like, all-out workout Mm -hmm. or a long grind? That changes with time as well. Because when I've... I've probably longer workouts and probably better at... Say, if you did the open and it was a 20-minute workout, I'd probably do better in a longer one. Um, But I think as I've got better with certain skills, like doing the... um, Doing the girl workouts and stuff like that, they're, they're nice and short and they're quite, you know, something that you can do. So probably a longer workout for ability, but a short workout just for time. Yeah. <laughs> so if I want to do well, I'll have a long workout. But if I've got a lot on in the day, yeah. I'll pick the short one. That's a good answer. <laughs> yeah, it does change. Mine changed very much. I would have always said like the short workouts because I had kind of terrible endurance and, and cardio. Then with all the lockdowns, I did a lot of running. Mm. And when I came back, it was completely opposite. Give me a long workout and I could, yeah. you know, I felt like I could go all day. It was brilliant. Then I got COVID and oh, since no. coming back, I'm like, even the short ones feel too long, to oh, be honest. So, no. um, but hopefully that will some, maybe it will balance out now. Maybe I'll be like, can I have a nice mid-length one? Mm. I don't know. Like a, they do good ones in the classes, I think. 
They always do some good uh, mid-length workouts. Yeah, particularly if there's been like a day of like, like um, front squats or something like that, and it's sort of like to finish to finish off, you'll get a nice sort of. Definitely, yeah. We, we'll see. We'll see, Lucy. The uh, I said Lucy. I've given away something here. Oh, Jenny. Yeah. <laughs> there's one question that I even gave you a heads up on because I'm such a nice guy. Oh yeah. And that is when we eventually make the CrossFit Buff movie, and there's the. <laughs> Your arrival at the box, that'll be, you know, that big, <laughs> that big event that happens. Who are you picking to play you? So I, when you said this to me, I was asking my boyfriend and I was like, I, I don't know actresses. because I, I watch films, but I just don't take things in. And so I like Googled things. I'd look around and um, um, I was thinking Friends characters to start with because right. I, I watch a lot of Friends. So I'd say if I was a Friends character, I'd be Phoebe because she's crazy and probably is my personality um but then I was looking at uh, oh just googled stuff and then I thought Amanda Seyfried she's quite okay. is that how you say it yeah I yeah think, she um, we'll, we'll check with her later <laughs> she I think she seems quite similar to me I guess I suppose the same kind of thing as Phoebe yeah okay that kind of thing so what I've been doing recently I say recently, it's quite a while now, is that I also am casting as well, <laughs> um, which is very difficult because this is the most we've ever spoken to each other. Um, we've messaged a bit and you know, I've seen you kind of at the gym, but this is already the longest we've had yeah. a conversation. Um, so it was a little bit more based on just looks mm-hmm. and kind Fair of well, like who, who could match you. And I've gone for quite what I consider an obscure one. Um, it's an English actress called Lucy Punch. And she's probably one of those people that if you see her, you'll be like, oh, I've seen her because she's been in lots of stuff, particularly like English. She's been like some Simon Pegg stuff and things like that. So she's kind of one of those actresses that you'd recognize, but hasn't necessarily been like the lead. But um, Google her. Yeah. And uh, that's that's, that's who I'm I'm going with. Will it change by the end of the podcast? Probably not. (laughs) Probably have forgotten what I said. I, that's why I accidentally called you Lucy a second ago. Because I was looking <laughs> at my fingers like, oh, Lucy, oh, Jenny, no. Um, so Jenny, you're not, you've not been in Bath for that long. I think it's been. I just got paid for the second time, so two months. Two months. <laughs> yeah, because you, this is interesting, you might not know this. So you moved um, during the period where I was forced to self-isolate. Oh, really? Uh, and so I didn't see you at the gym. Somebody messaged me mm. to say, oh, did you know... Jenny Swallow's moved to Bath. She's going to your gym now. <laughs> okay. So um, not someone from Bath. Someone oh, really? from, yeah. Just someone oh, from the no fitness way. realm oh, gave, me, nice. gave me a heads up. <laughs> so I know mm-hmm. you've not been here that long, but it feels like already yeah, you've, you've made an impact. You're, Do you think? You're fast on that legend status, I feel. <laughs> um, so people want to know about you already. Uh, oh. Probably what it is, is they're intimidated by you. They see you in a workout and they think, oh, she's a bit scary. I don't want to go and speak to her. But I want to know everything about her. If <laughs> only there was scary. someone else. Who could... I really hope I'm not scary. I think when um, people come to CrossFit Chester, well, when I was at CrossFit Chester, people would say that I kind of, sometimes I look a bit glum at the gym. It's, it doesn't mean that I'm like mad or being sad or anything. No. I'm just kind of like concentrating. I think I you probably you probably look very friendly and then you hear three, two, one, go. Yeah. And, <laughs> and the just knock everyone out of your down. way. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, I'm not going to talk to her anymore. <laughs> so let, let's start at the beginning, I guess. Uh, how did you first, well, first I'll ask how long have you been doing CrossFit? So I think I started CrossFit in 2014 or 2015 um I definitely did some competitions in 2015 I think um but 
Yeah, I, well, do you want to know how I started, I guess? Well, I was going to ask how you started. I just wondered how long it had been, first of all. Yeah. But yeah, let's let's get into then how did you first sort of discover CrossFit and maybe even what your, well, before I ask if you, how you started to CrossFit, unless this is linked, did you have like a particularly sporty background before that? Yes. Interesting. <laughs> so I, I have very much divided pretty much all the members into two camps. Mm-hmm. There are the, I was super sporty like all my life mm-hmm. and then I found CrossFit camp yeah. and then there was the uh, and I'm very much in this camp I did pretty much nothing mm. for 30 years and then I started CrossFit I think that's the great thing about CrossFit though that people are able to never do anything and then come and do so well in CrossFit it's really cool well but... I wouldn't say do so well well you but... know you learn how to do cool stuff and you learn how to okay learn how to do cool stuff I will mm. accept that yeah I can do I can do some cool stuff mm. I can't do it very well but I can do some cool stuff <laughs> Yeah, so how, how did you find CrossFit then? Um, so my sporty background was that I did flat water kayaking, which is a bit niche, I guess. I was going to say I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> um, and so it's a family thing. So my whole family did um, canoeing. Um, we, well, we call it canoeing. It's technically kayaking. Sit down, double bladed paddle. And my dad was in the British team. My mum was in the British team. My uncle's been world champion. My granddad was the president of the British Canoe Union. So it was like... I had no choice other than be very good at canoeing. <laughs> um, and then, uh, so yeah, so I canoed all my life um, since the age of like five. Um, I was it start. I got into the British team when I was thirteen. I think I started going on trips, um, and then obviously did it all through my teenage years. I had a year off when I was fifteen because I had an operation on my foot. Um, I had a bone cyst and a tumour in my talus bone. It wasn't cancerous. It was like one of those childhood tumours that oh. just... Yeah. yeah, like one of those classic childhood tumours <laughs> that we all get. Yeah, they, 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 well, they are around. I've learned a lot about them since. Um, but yeah, so I had a year off and then I had to start uh, like training again and I got back into the team. But um, I, yeah, I tried to go to the 2012 Olympics. So I went to university in Brunel. I didn't go. <laughs> um, I went to university in Brunel when I was 18, so that, well, when I was 19, sorry, so that I could try and train with a British team um, because I had a lot of issues when I was a junior because I was from up north. Um, I didn't get selected to go to world championships because of who I was coached by, and it was all very political. The sport generally right. is just very political. It's like who you're coached by, who you know. Even though I had such I was going to say, you've got all this pedigree of yeah, champions behind well, you, and they're like, yeah, yeah, we don't like your coach. And, but it's just being from the north wasn't so good so because you know it, all the canoeing's down here down south so like there's a bit in Bradford and Avon um and then all like London areas so um so yeah so I didn't get selected so I moved to London to be like right I'm here I'm gonna train I want to go to the Olympics um and um they wouldn't let me train with them because I didn't get selected to go to the world championship they wouldn't fund me and so I couldn't train with them and they said I had to pay like five pounds every time to go training and I was training twice a day like it was serious. So, um, so yeah. So, instead of doing that, I just got drunk for three years at university. Did sports science. Hi. Yeah. I mean, it's almost the same thing, right? <laughs> um, but it, when I got back... Oh, sorry, go on. Well, no, I was just going to say, because I, you know, I imagine there's all the members that maybe don't know you. And they mm-hmm. thought when he asked that question about whether or not she had a sporty background, that was probably a really good question. <laughs> and then I imagine there are some people listening to this because they know you and you're like, oh, I was on a podcast and they're listening to this and they'll hear me ask this question. of like, so did you have a bit of a sporty background? And they're like, <laughs> you idiot. Didn't you know she was going to the Olympics? What are you talking about? I was like, oh, sorry. Um, and I'm also thinking you probably would have been one of the few people who, who, if you'd made it to the games this year, when they announced like the 
the paddle wasn't going to be a paddle board, oh, but yeah. was going to be a car. Oh, you would have been like, them oh, so oh. Hard. I was judging them. So- the pa- the boats they used were awful. Like that is horrendous. The paddles, like, uh, and like to be fair, was it Yonukowski? I can't say his name. Yonukowski, he was really good. His technique was good. Yeah. He was paddling well. The rest of them terrible. Horrendous. Sorting out Castro with all the <laughs> So it was down to the equipment. That's interesting. Yeah, Pat, Vel- Pat Vellner so will be bad. happy to know that it was down to the equipment and that's why he did so bad. Yes, okay. definitely. Right. Oh, so what a journey. Okay. <laughs> um, but yet, but yet we've understood the real sport you should have done mm-hmm. uh, and then kind of how that fell apart, which I guess is, you know. Happens to a lot of people. Well, it does happen to a lot of people. But then I, I suppose for you, there was the added kind of, you know, as you said, it was like almost I was destined to do this. You know, it was uh, the the heritage of the family. Did it. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. when that all kind of falls apart, I, I imagine, I guess on the one hand, there's a lot more understanding because they're like, oh, we know how this game works. Like we've, you know, we, we've been inside. We know. Whereas, you know, maybe parents mm. that are just sort of, they've got a really athletic child and they're kind of like well we've got no idea what yeah, how this works yeah. but then on the other side i guess it's that it's, goal was maybe more i guess more real than it is for some you know there are people yeah. like i want to go to the olympics i'm pretty yeah. good at this and then in the back of their mind they may be like but you know really but i imagine for you it was probably a very kind of yeah. real goal and and it it didn't seem like impossible yeah yeah so it must have been very tough when that kind of all no, yeah, I did. When I didn't get selected for the World Championships, probably like the worst thing ever. But I did end up doing, so there's two disciplines that I did. I did sprint canoeing and marathon canoeing. Sprint is the Olympic discipline. Marathon is the non-Olympic discipline. So I did do some really cool events for marathon canoeing instead, which is not funded and a very small sport, I suppose, because it's not funded, it's not Olympic and stuff. So I have been to the World Championships twice in marathon canoeing and Europeans a couple of times and stuff like that. I've done some cool competitions and been some cool places with that. Um... But, um, but yeah, so um, I don't know where I'm up to. In my... well, well, I'm just wondering where CrossFit comes in. Yeah, so, so I did that and then I went to, so when I was at university, um, I started trying to get back into canoeing in my third year because um, I was like, drank too much for 12 months probably and was like, right, I need to sort my life out. <laughs> so I started trying to canoe again. And um, the head of Brunel, head of sport, um, said go and try Olympic weightlifting because there's a really good weight, Olympic weightlifting coach at Brunel. Um, his name's Mike Pearman and he is, he's like in his, I think he's in his 80s. I'm not 100% sure. No. <laughs> um, I, I was going to say, hi Mike, if you're listening, but then when you said he's in his 80s, I don't want to have to explain oh, what a podcast a, is. So. <laughs> no, he's been on a podcast. Oh, well, I listened we to one the other day that he was on. He was amazing, but he's been to like three Olympics, won loads of Commonwealth medals. He's a legend in weightlifting. So um, I went to a weightlifting class over at um, Brunel and learned how to Olympic weightlift. And it was really cool. There's like five of the guys. It was like, I think this was like 2012. Um, there was no girls that did it like no girls would come with me and do it but it was a really cool group of people and then when I went home back to Chester after uni I wanted to carry on um, uh, learning how to Olympic weightlift so I went on British weightlifting and found a weightlifting uh, club and from there I met my friend Shane who does he did CrossFit and probably one of the original CrossFitters from like, you know, 2008 or something, what were right. those? Um, and he introduced me to CrossFit. So he said, you're good at weightlifting. You'd be really good at CrossFit. 
come and do CrossFit with me. And I was like, no, because that was back when everyone said CrossFit is get injured. It's so bad for you. And I was like, no, I've heard you get injured doing that. And I just want to do Olympic weightlifting. So leave me alone. Yeah. Where um, nobody ever gets injured doing Olympic weightlifting, well, do they? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, and... So he made me do a workout, and I still can't remember it to this day. I have absolutely blanked it out of my mind, but he loves telling people the story. And it was called Freddy's Revenge or something. Right. I don't know if anyone's ever heard of it. but <laughs> I, I haven't, but I can't speak on behalf of everyone. If you've heard of this, um... let us know. I'm excited. Um, but I think it was something to do with shoulders to overhead oh, and burpees over the bar or something. I, I can't remember it at all. Um, and we did it in like just a normal like gobo gym and I was like this is amazing I'm in I'm gonna come so I started going to CrossFit Chester from there oh, see I don't know I, I don't know if my first workout had been shoulder to overheads and burpees over the bar <laughs> whether or not I'd have been like I think I'd probably go like do you know what I'll stick to Olympic lifting to be honest <laughs> they don't make us jump over the bar there they just let us lift it um, that's interesting okay so it was one and done it was like one and you were yeah. just no, I was like, this is fun. This is really good. And then when I learned more about CrossFit, um, what I liked about it so much is because I obviously came from a uh, sport, which I felt had been quite mean to me and left me out. And, you know, you had to get selected by certain people and know certain people. I really liked in CrossFit that you did the Open and then you got ranked. And it didn't matter whatever anyone else thought of you. You were ranked and you were that place. And then you could go and do whatever you wanted to go and do from that. So I thought it was really cool. Yeah, that's, I because, you know, again, having no real background in, in, in sport, like with all, with all things in life, you know, there is a degree of, it's not always what you know, it's who you know, and there's mm. going to be, and, and no doubt in, you know, in team sports, you're not going to tell me that like, you know, the 11 players on that team are all definitively who were considered to be the best 11 players necessarily. But mm. throughout life, there's going to be certain people that kind of got a leg up for, different reasons um but i've never really thought about that 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 crossfit is very much here's the workout you're all doing the same workout mm-hmm. you you know you're doing it in your in your gym whether that's your home gym or your the box that you go to or, or whatever and you will just be ranked on how well you did and then like yeah top 20 or top yeah. 30 or top 40 whatever mm-hmm. whatever they decide for that year that's it i suppose the the only time it starts to then get a little bit you know um tricky is, is when you start having kind of the different regions or yeah or, or semi-finals now and things like that where it's kind of like they we're going to take 10 out, people from here and mm-hmm. 50 people from there and you're like oh, hold on a second that that doesn't seem no, quite yeah. balanced but it's um, very american focused doesn't it i guess but it's, it's getting better though. it's getting I do better think it's better it's definitely getting better yeah i mean already there's more there's more spots for the rest of the world than once before yeah and it just makes the fact that like an australian woman keeps winning the <laughs> the mm-hmm. thing um probably that much more irritating for yeah, all the yeah. americans that got together well, i think it's just the women in general no americans ever get in the top five do they it's great yeah i mean carrie pierce has done quite well and Haley yeah, adams yeah. but but generally you're you're getting from yeah australia iceland yeah um, yeah what denmark i think um Kristen Holter's from mm-hmm. i think she's from norway norway yes, yes sorry i was looking at the flag in my mind and mm-hmm. i can't quite place where that flag is now um, <laughs> unfortunately on the on the men's side yeah, no, not been an American for the last like fifteen years, basically. Mm. So that's uh, that's a shame. Mm. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, it's, it's not going to be me. That's all I know. <laughs> okay, so sometimes I ask people like, kind of, oh, you know, when did you decide you were going to start competing and actually trying to take it kind of a bit more 
I would say more seriously, but more seriously in that side of things, because I know you've done different competitions. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you're going to Sid. Yes. That, um, as of this releasing, will have just been the weekend we just uh, had. Wow. How was Sid? Oh, it was great. Oh, I'm glad you so had a good fun. time. It was great seeing you there. I really enjoyed, <laughs> you know, you, that, yeah, the Max Snatch. I'm sorry, you know, I know that you've got that shoulder issue, so that must have been really <laughs> I'm annoying. I'm Snatch Ladder, so that's even... Oh, you've got Snatch Ladder. Yeah, oh, so, so you're just going to do multiple reps. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I suppose, like, having spoken to you now, just briefly, it's like already, I, I kind of understand that, yes, you went straight into wanting to compete you were, you this wasn't just uh although that being said you you did say like you got into well your route into olympic weightlifting was interesting already because you wanted to go back into kayaking because you drunk too much and you just thought like so was that was that focus was it yeah well that was gonna be my question was it like uh i'm feeling a bit out of shape i want to get back into shape or was it a if I'm spending time and energy doing this and having this drive, mm. it's going to prevent me from going out, going out drinking kind of thing. If, does that make sense? Like, yeah. I know ultimately it's sort of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. But no, it was. I think if you ask, I'm still friends with a couple of boys that are Bruno, and um, my boyfriend's also from Bruno, so he, he I didn't meet him there, but uh, he's friends with all the guys that I used to live with. And um, they said they, they used to do their class on a Wednesday evening, which was sport night. Like I played netball at uni because it's good fun. And um, so it was sport night. And they'd always be like, Jenny, you couldn't weightlifting. I'd be like, no, I'm going liquid. See you later. <laughs> so it was kind of trying to make me do it, but it wasn't very good. Yeah, okay. That's why when I came home, I was like, right, I need to start doing some some um, actual training. <laughs> yeah. and, and I, so do you feel then like, is CrossFit still kind of, because obviously life at uni is very different from, just life in general when you're mm-hmm. you know working and you have other responsibilities and things so probably it wouldn't be to that degree anyway mm. right but do you find that kind of having something like crossfit that is giving you that focus to stay healthy mm-hmm. and, and you know healthy across the board right because it's Definitely. not just not drinking enough but it's well what am i eating when am i sleeping yeah, yeah, and what yeah. am i doing in between workouts kind of thing Definitely. Uh, is that an important part of it for you then is kind of having that focus yeah um yeah I basically I I feel like I'm better at life when I have something to focus on training wise I guess so if I have like a competition that I want to have in mind and I'm going to focus all my time to try and train a bit better I'm also better at my job and I'm better at planning my time because I have to go and train for however long I need to go and train for so I definitely it makes me focus and it makes me better at life crossfit definitely i I love the idea it's like i've got all this paperwork and i'm gonna absolutely smash through this paperwork (laughs) because i want to train in an hour's time so i'm gonna make sure there's no paperwork left on my desk i think that's uh it's a good strategy (laughs) i'm similar in that i i feel like i don't have that self-motivation to do stuff so you know i've had people all the years i've been doing crossfit actually friends might have been like but couldn't you just do it at home now like if you've got some of the equipment couldn't you just kind of do the stuff at home and i'm like well technically I could do some of the workouts at home. Yeah. But that like 20 minute AMRAP is very quickly going to become 18 minutes. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I'm going to do eight, 18 minutes and I'll be like, that's probably enough, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's definitely the kind of being with other people that, that forces me to do it. And then with regards to every other aspect of my life, like eating, sleeping and all of that, oh, absolutely. There's, the only thing that's making me think I'm not putting that cake in my mouth is because 
I've still got to train at eight o'clock. And it's like, I don't really want that sitting in my stomach when I'm yeah. doing burpees over the bar. Kind of <laughs> so um, I deliberately put it, you know, that's the great thing for me, training at eight o'clock is it's mm. up until eight o'clock. I've constantly got to think got to like, there. oh, but yeah, but I've still got to train. So, you know, is this going to help or hinder, mm. you know, and and that's me training. That's not you training. That's like my level of <laughs> of applying myself in a class which i feel is very different from your three two one go <laughs> so what's um what's the plan from here uh what in life it, well yeah in life. i mean first of all i've got this is a, i feel an important question for us is you've moved to bath yes because of work no because of my boyfriend because of work. your boyfriend's work yeah so uh, my boyfriend was quite unhappy in chester with his job um and because one of my friends said to me the other day did you have to move and I was like don't because <laughs> I didn't I, I love being here I'm really happy that we are here now but I did not want to move because I love Chester and it's my hometown it's where I've lived all my life except for when I went to university and it's just everything and I, it's the best place everyone needs to go um because it's just it's the best but um now I'm here I I like it a lot more than I thought I was going to. My sister lives nearby. So my sister lives in Bradford-on-Avon. And she's got two babies. So um, I get to see them and her family, which is nice. Um, And so, yeah, so we are staying. Um, Well, yeah, that's where the question was going, really, was sort of, you know, because obviously Bath, we we get a lot of, you know, great members Mm -hmm. that are here maybe because they're studying and they'll be here a year, two years, and then they're gone. And we're like, oh. That's a shame. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess it's people want to know whether or not they should invest their time in getting to know you. <laughs> <laughs> or just no, gonna... yeah, I am staying. Please be my yeah. friend. <laughs> because, as we've said, we've got Sid coming up. Yeah. And you'll be competing against yes. a number of the, the members of CrossFit Bath. But who right. knows, next year you may be competing with members of CrossFit Bath. Yeah. yeah. Perhaps. It'd be sad. Chester will be sad. But no, yeah. Um, we are staying. Kids are very crossfit kids going on in the other room. <laughs> They're very loud. Um yeah, so I think I've said to Elliot that um we're not moving again. Like right. can't keep moving me around just for jobs. So just I for wanna, jobs when you work at home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um I wanna I, now we're here, I do wanna stay. Um it's really nice. Like we were his obviously his job's up in Bristol, um and we were gonna move to Bristol, but I got scared and Bristol's big. There's a lot of things going on in Bristol. I'm not a big city person. Chester's a small city. Um, and because my sister's over here, I knew the gym was good. No offence to any gyms in Bristol. But I knew the gym was good here. Um, it just seemed to make sense in my head. I think I, I was much happier thinking I was going to move to Bath over moving somewhere completely different like Bristol. Yeah, I'm... I'm... So I'm not from Bath originally, oh, you know. and I've got to be careful what I say because this is the CrossFit Bath podcast. Mm-hmm. So I won't I won't be critical of Bath. <laughs> DM me if you want to know my true thoughts. But um, <laughs> but what I do of of the things that I do like about Bath mm-hmm. and the reason we're in Bath is very similar. Um, so I'm also I kind of yeah I'm from small small towns kind of i was born in southampton but i grew up in in limington that's like a tiny little village sort mm-hmm. of nearby right in in the forest on the coast like yeah that sort of thing uh, i did live in bigger cities when i was in italy um but when we moved back it was that idea of like i want to be because we'd lived abroad i needed that like international mm. flavor yeah um 
and and like small little English towns are not generally that diverse. Yeah. Uh, so we wanted sort of to still have that. But we, when we moved back, my son was two, I think, at the time. So like, I do not want to live in a big city mm. with a little child. Like that yeah. doesn't sound pleasant. And I think Bath is nice because it's small. Mm-hmm. but still has that kind of international flavour. Definitely. Um, and it's so easy to get to places as well. Like, I work in Bristol because I thought we were moving to Bristol. So I got a job in Bristol. Eddie's got a job in Bristol. Um, and I commute, and it's it's so easy. So easy to get there. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I hardly go out of Bath, to be honest. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm just to kind of all the little surrounding villages for work, but that's it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, there you go. And, of course, how convenient for Sid. Mm. it's just next well door. i know yeah i spent all these years i've done sid about i want to say three times i think i've done it myself twice and once i came in spectator because i broke my ankle and i couldn't do it um but yeah so i've always traveled all this way we used to always go and stay in tog hill b&b place which is amazing i love it there um but now it's up the road it's 10 right. minutes away from my house so. have you got all the members of no, your team i don't have a space <laughs> sleeping on your floor <laughs> we were at one point we almost had five people in the house uh, five extra people in the house but we've only got a two-bed house so it's not very big so um we've just got uh two of um two of my friends staying yeah. Oh, that that will be an interesting team dynamic when yeah. you when you all turn up on the Saturday. It's like, well, these are the two I clearly like the most well, no, they, on the they team. Like that. And then <laughs> you have a guys I tolerate, and I'll do a workout <laughs> with you. But well, the two that um, are staying is Shane and Jen, so they're my two best friends. They're ones that I've done a lot of team stuff with. Um, Shane's the one who got me into CrossFit. Um, so okay, so that's why they're staying. I do love the rest of them, but just Shane, not as much. It's Shane fine. and Jen are my number ones. <laughs> I mean, bold, bold declaration to make on a podcast, but I like it. So, uh, yeah. So going back to that kind of initial question, initial question of twenty minutes ago, of like, where are we going from here? So you're staying in Bath. Oh, yeah. That's great. So yeah, I am that, staying that, in Bath. That's good for the good for the gym, good for the community, good for mm. you know everyone getting to know you. Yeah. And everyone listening to this and be like, oh, good, I didn't waste my time listening to the last <laughs> half an hour, however long the edit is. Um, regards to kind of like comps and stuff because you said you like to have competitions to sort of focus on mm-hmm. obviously as we've said Sid has just happened mm-hmm. um, as of the release of this mm-hmm. have you like already kind of got a little calendar marked out of like and then I'd probably like to do this one and then this one and this one or are you a bit more I'll see what kind of comes moment, along because I um I suppose it's because it's been locked down for so long and we've like I've kind of I've lost my way a little bit I suppose in lockdown training wise everyone did no one could go to the gym I was well jealous of people that were able to go to the gym I could only do stuff in my front room and it was a bit rubbish so um yeah there was like a mass unfollowing of people on Instagram where you're just like I can't watch you anymore Mm -hmm. (laughs) just so jealous I don't own a gym (laughs) but I did we did we were quite lucky because we put stuff in our dining room so we had like a squat rack in the dining room and um uh, at a rainhill competition, we won um, like an Alico set. So the gym let me borrow that. So we had an Alico set in my front room. So I can't complain. It wasn't that bad. But all I could do was squat, and I couldn't squat heavy because if I dropped it, that would be really bad in the front room. Yeah, <laughs> my boyfriend would be really mad at me. Yeah. Did um, you Did you know you were moving at the time? Because then it wouldn't have been as bad. Uh, no. You were no, like, who cares if we drop it? Damage floor. We're out of it. <laughs> no. Well, Elliot owned the house, oh, did he? so we had to sell it. <laughs> well, he might have cared. Um, but yeah, so um, forgot what you were saying. Oh, what competitions are we doing next year? Um, yeah, no plans at the moment. Um, we looked at me and 
my friend Jen might do the March Mayhem Battle for the Middle Ground. We were looking at it. We've not entered it yet, but it's a, it's a possibility. Um, and then anything fun. Like, I want to do the Open, obviously. Um, previously, I've done team stuff with my team at home. Um, I've done some individual stuff as well, but I did a sanctional, I uh, did Strength and Depth, like, um, 2019. Yeah. But I, I, I'm not there anymore. <laughs> so... Well, I was going to ask, are you... Are you do you like the individual competition or you prefer it as a team? I prefer the team stuff. It's really fun. We did we did Sid um the sanctional twenty twenty um with my team at home and that was really, really fun. So I'd love to do some stuff like that again. So but there's so many good people here that like if CrossFit Bath did do a do a team, I don't know if I'd be in it because I'd need to <sighs> you need to prove yourself well exactly and i like that i think that's really cool i think there's it's really cool that there's so many people that are so good here that um kind of pushes you to well it's like i mean it that this is what i like about crossfit in general is when when you talk of like the elite athletes and i'm talking like the the tip of the spear games athletes elite athletes and then you look at like you know, somebody who's even even relatively new and they've just sort of started and they're just kind of coming in two, three times a week or whatever. Ultimately, it's it's just a, a, like a stronger expression of exactly the same thing. Oh, definitely. And the same way that kind of just coming in and knowing a few in the class and they'll push you to go, you know, oh, you know, don't just use the empty barbell. Why don't you put some 2.5s mm-hmm. on each side? Just go a little bit heavier because I think you can handle it. It's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm going to take that little push. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly the same at that like top end where you're just like, oh, I'm, you know, maybe I, in my box I was kind of one of the best and I I, I knew where I stood and now mm-hmm. I'm here and I maybe I'm not there anymore and I want to be there and you know I've got people that are going to push me a bit harder kind of thing. Definitely. So and and you know and then you even get that don't you like literally at the games where it's sort of they are neck and neck and it's like well next time I'm going to make sure we're not neck and neck and I'm going to be ahead of him by ten yeah, seconds yeah. and I do like that I just think that. We're all doing the same thing, just some people are doing it faster and heavier yeah, <laughs> than others. Yeah. But even the kind of the things that push you and, and encourage you are universal across the board, whether you're trying to get to the games or just trying to be healthy to play with your kids kind of thing. Mm. And, and I like that. I think that's the I think that's the draw of CrossFit and what kind of keeps people coming back. But definitely. But then who am I? <laughs> so <laughs> who cares what I think? Um, no, I think that's good. I think that's well, it's been lovely to, to catch up with you mm-hmm. because, you know, you were a, a mystery until now. <laughs> um, but what's great is to hear that you're going to be sticking around. So who knows? This may just be episode one of who knows how many when we get you back on when we're like, and how did it go now that you've been in Bath for mm-hmm. five years and oh, you got gosh. to be on this team and that team and, and you know. Five years time, I'm yeah. going to have to be a proper adult. <laughs> well, who knows? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I didn't ask how old you are. I wouldn't do that. That would be that would be rude on part, wouldn't it? <laughs> I don't mind. I'm thirty. You're thirty. Yes. Five years time, you can be in, you, you can be a master's. Yeah, athlete. I will be. Oh, that's true. So there you go. You know what? My sister's just turned thirty-five, so she was. We were talking about that the other day because she can do masters in canoeing now. Yeah, that's true. The problem of um, so I think oh, I might edit all this out, but I I think um, for the like for the open, if I'm not wrong, they take the age you will be at the games. Yeah, yeah. I think right? it's the age that you're turning. So when you're 34. Yeah. So yeah. technically this Open, 
I I will be in the um, the masters category. Oh really? Yeah, but I think it's the worst masters category. Yeah, because it's like the oh we're not going to make it any easier for you. Mm. We just you can and they're all still so good. Yeah, exactly. It's just like all the people. Oh, these are the people that were really competitive Mm. previously, and now we're going to put you in with them, and you'll be like, oh, can I not just? Yeah. Can I just lift a slightly lighter weight, please? In um in canoeing, in marathon canoeing, they do the same. So they'll do the masters categories the the days before the world championships at the weekend. And some people will do the masters category just as a warm up. Yeah. And then do the the internet do the men's race on the Saturday. <laughs> yeah, these people should be shot. They shouldn't be, they shouldn't be allowed to exist. Oh well, thank you so much That's for okay. buying up some time from your busy work slash training schedule to. Uh, to record this with me. That's okay. Um, but yes, we did it, guys. We got a run. And it didn't take you the three or four years it's taken other people to, to get on this podcast. <laughs> so congratulations. Well Thank done. Um, we'll have another member on next week. So come back for that, everyone. I already actually know who it is this time, but I'm not going to say anything. Mm-hmm. It will be a big surprise for everyone. But probably they'll see me. They'll probably see me post a picture on my Instagram or something. But like, oh, we saw you recording with them. I'm like, oh. <laughs> anyway. Cool. All right. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll see everyone else next week.